like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... Yeah. She hit the button. No, no. I did. I hit the button. It's like a space bar, but smaller. Yeah. You know, this week was, um, I had a plethora, if you would, of possibilities for cold opens. And by plethora, I mean a plethora of two. Um, I, that's, a, that's a plethora. My cuppeth runneth over. Yeah, oh, my cup slightly cup. dribble over. It, your, dri- your, it did. It gave a little dribble. Your shot glass of cold opens dribbled. Dribbled. I, s- I spilled a little bit, and now I'm licking. I didn't know she had the G.I. Joe Kung oh. Fu grip. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Bob, coming in hot. Coming in hot this week. Man. <laughs> uh, so, what we've decided, and because Mr. Mr. Bob has read it to us earlier, like he, he found this on the internet a couple days ago, read it, we delighted in it. You found it independently also delighted in it because it's delightful we are gonna delight in it together let's all delight we are and so um we're gonna tell you the bot obituary we're gonna read it to you an obituary written Written by a computer by a computer the obituary the obituary there you go now this is the branding that joke required yeah i'm (laughs) going to require this for when i die by the way i need a bot yes to write my obituary. Okay. I was like, yes, I this is this is my this is my official request. Yes. To have this bot yes, write bot. my obituary. Yes. For sure. Because this it, not an improved version. This bot. Yes. I'll make sure. Um, so it readeth as such. Brenda Tent retired from living at the age of old, <laughs> surrounded by family and natural causes. A librarian from birth. Brenda was an avid collector of dust. Same. She had a sweetheart and married her high school. She loved yeah, She loved having hobbies and helping her sons to be disadvantaged youths. Oh, <laughs> I love to help my Better sons. Better than yeah. miscreant youths. Yes, she had no horses, but thought she did. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the horses and the birds are the best part. Oh, yeah. yeah the, <laughs> the church gave her a choir because she sang like bird and looked like bird. And Brenda and, was a bird. And Brenda was a bird. She owed us so many poems. The poem mafia got her. Yeah. Uh, the funeral will be held in 1977 at Heaven in lieu of flowers. Send Brenda more life. <laughs> you know the, what? That's I feel like there was all true statements. They really, Brenda was a yeah. bird. She thought she was a horse. Yeah. She owed us poems. She made her sons disadvantaged youths. What we're not talking she, about right now is this this Cthuloid obituary photo, photo that the bot yes. also created yeah. that is horrifying. It is, like she's Hor- missing it her like nose. Her face melted in the microwave a little bit. Yeah. You know? yeah. Revealing yep. a second set of eyes above where her previous eyes had already been. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's disturbing. It's she's, really gross. Like uh, she's a Terminator kind of thing, you know, and like her face is melting, and underneath is something else. Yeah, but not really. Or like yeah, at the end of Indiana, like, at the end of Indiana Jones, yeah. after after they open up the ark, 
and the Nazis' face and the Nazis' face off. all start mar- melting. It's like that. Yeah, or there's some sort of weird shadow creature crawling out of her nose. Oh. Yeah, that's and, for sure. And none of her four eyes can see it. Mm-hmm. No, because they were all looking for the poems that she owed us. She's yeah, totally nonplussed by this shadow creature in her no. nose. She, you know, why? Because the church gave her a choir because she sang like bird and looked like bird, and Brenda was a bird. She was a bird who owed me poems. <laughs> and Brenda was a bird. That's the best. Right, sang like bird and looked like bird. And Brenda, Brenda was, was a bird. A bird. I Therefore, a plus B and Brenda C. was bird. <laughs> and I know. I was like, it suddenly decided on like like how to f- properly form how to sentence on the third try. Well, yeah, I got there. At least it learned. You yes, know? but I need it to yeah. stop learning. I need this bot to stop learning. And where we're at right now, somebody needs to preserve it so that way when Tuna and yeah, I Vanessa die, was bird. Yeah, because Vanessa was bird. Vanessa yeah. owed us many beers. Yeah, Vanessa was bird. Who was phone? Yeah, who was who was phone? Then who was phone? <laughs> who was phone? Brenda was bird. Who was, who was phone? phone? <laughs> these are questions of the ages. And I want these questions answered after I'm dead. <laughs> the bot knows. The bot, the bot knows. The bot is going to take over, but the bot knows. Funny side note, I said this to my sister because I found it hilarious. And she goes, what is this? It makes no sense. And I was like, yeah, because a bot wrote it. Like, yeah. it's funny that it thought this was what an obituary would sound like. Yes. And she was like, yeah, but it like doesn't make it. I'm not explaining I, jokes to you. No, I'm not explaining I'm not gonna... other people's jokes to you. The point no. is that it didn't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's for any of you who are listening who didn't understand that a robot wrote it and robot. it didn't understand it. Because it's not it human. Tried, it tried its best and failed, and that's why we were I laughing. I think it succeeded. In lieu of flowers, please send Brenda more life. That's you know what, accurate. It's How not else? a typical obituary, but it's certainly something she would like. It's yeah. poignant. She collected dust. Yeah, she did. She collected dust. We all do. Who among us hasn't? And you know what? Yep. That funeral being held in heaven, so convenient. True. So true. Convenient. It's a real travel funeral. Yeah, well, you have to time travel De- and you have to go to heaven. Destination funeral. Yeah, destination time travel funeral. It's true. Yeah. Oh, man. But speaking of uh, time travel funerals. Hi. <laughs> no idea. Wait, you're not going to tell us what the other cold open was? Oh, do you want to know? What would yeah. it have been? Oh, okay. Um, it was a Florida woman story, which I found absolutely delightful. I, if you told me there were two, now I need both. Okay, okay, okay. Um, it's it's the headline that really did it for me. Okay. I have okay. not read okay, the great. article. No idea the actual story behind it, but <clears throat> naked woman arrested in Florida after driving golf cart through, then refusing to leave scene of armed police standoff she had nothing to do with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is big Florida energy right That's there. So much Florida energy right there. You know, there. Like you don't need any more. The, the, the that was it. That it. was it. No That's, notes. No notes. You don't need to. You yeah. The Chef's headline kiss. gave you all you needed to know. She, I, like it was like driving through and refusing to leave. A crime. Armed, she, was she had not, nothing to do with. Yes. An armed standoff. So this drunk bitch gets naked. Oh, she's not drunk. There's meth involved. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this just methed out lady no clothes on decides to just get in this golf cart and yeah like, what's going tweaker, on here tweaker tina yeah it's just gonna go visit the police just be like hey what's going on ma'am you need to leave and then doesn't and now she's now part of now she's part of the arm standoff she has no idea yeah she she made herself part of the arm standoff she got jealous. yeah she likes to be involved she had fomo she's a joiner she, did. she really hey, did. is there an arm standoff i was missing it she's part y'all of having, the y'all, y'all having fun without me yeah 
Uh, I'm part of the neighborhood watch and I demand to know what's going on. I'm part so of the I'm neighborhood to watch. Insert my naked self. Me, me and my nipples need to assess this situation. <laughs> my nipples are excellent at solving crimes. Yeah. Uh, her mugshot is great because she does have like full face of makeup on too. So, well, she, yeah. I mean, so she got naked, but after doing her makeup. Wife. I mean, yeah. She in had your- time. She had to choose put together an outfit or put together a nice contour. Yeah, she went. She for- chose the contour. How nasty was she? Um, she, she maybe she have summer teeth. No, she wasn't smiling. Um, but you could tell she definitely was crying at one point. That is not as haggard as I thought she would be. She just looks sad. Yeah, yeah. she looks like um, a 19-year-old sorority girl who was drunk driving, and that's her mugshot. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I was hoping... I was like, anticipating some, some more haggard, hard road yeah. on hard that living. woman. Yeah, like Bro, a haggard 50-year-old just seen it all yeah, at that point. Like caffeine no. pills for studying last night or something. Just yeah. a little... Yeah. yeah. She had a little too much fun. Yeah. And then just didn't understand guns means go away. Yeah. Speaking of having a little too much fun, round two. There we go. Hi. Hi. (laughs) So much better. Welcome to the Booze and Bruce podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories. We drink thematically appropriate beer. And we will return to a bit if I feel like the bit has not been properly, like, thrushed, sussed out. Yeah. I, I want it. Flushed out. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't find that word. I found it. It was there. I've got there. Just like my second story. We found them both. Fixed it both. Found them, go. got them. Done. Done. Great job. Hey, guys. Come back next week. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> Clunk. Also ghosts. <laughs> Clunk. Clunk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cheers. That was good. That was such a Bob move. Yeah. Yeah. That was very authentic. <laughs> That made no noise at all. It, I heard a little bit. I heard <laughs> I heard can on glass. See, it's not can so easy, glass. is it? Not so easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have one job. <laughs> you have one job. Uh, no, this week we are not talking about um, sorority girls in Florida, mm. nor nor bot writing obituarists. You don't know what I'm doing. Oh, good point. No, that's that's fair. I'm not doing any of those things. No. So this week, our beer is called Flattening the Nerves. It's the vaccine elixir, guys. Yeah. I got it right here. That's the it. Elixir. Oh, great. It, it's, forget your ivermectin. We've got yeah. the vaccine elixir. Yeah. Yeah. Hitting a little, hit, hitting hard this week. Yeah. Um, so this is a West Coast IPA, and it is from our friends at Hop Capital Brewing. Woo! Our friends. Um, and it's very banging can art, which we're definitely coming back to. But we thought flattening the nerve, the vaccine elixir, what does that remind you of? And we made a very logical tiny jump to haunted hospitals. That's right. Because yeah. where do most people end up with this shit? Hospitals. hospitals. Yep. Not I got most. It. Not most. A so lot just, of just them, like though. some people who'd made a poor decision. Who made decisions. Decisions yep. were made. Selfish decisions. Yep. Sure. For sure. Anyway. So, so enjoy your yeah, so warm or sorry about your nuts. <laughs> sorry about your nuts. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tuna, you're up first this week. Oh, I'm up first. Yeah. Yay. My, my, um, my pen right. is green this week. Well, you were waiting for like, well, when are we starting? You're like, what? whenever you choose. <laughs> whenever you decide. Get the stepping, Quinn. Look at you. Okay, so I this week am going to tell you the story of the... Sorry, I like have to sneeze and it's not coming out. I thought you so were burping. So if I sneeze unexpectedly in the middle of this, Apologies. know that I feel better. Okay. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you about the Hayeswood Hospital, 
which is located in Marysville, Kentucky. Ooh, Ooh. Kentucky. Yes. Now, if you've never heard of, of Marysville, Kentucky, Kentucky oh. that is probably because it is the 51st largest city in Kentucky. Oh. 51st largest city in Kentucky. Uh, it, what is so that? what Six, would you guess? Six, play a game. What do you think their population is? Is the from the last census, it's an estimate. 6,900. Nice. Uh, nice. 5,000. No, you're both under. It's just under nine. It's oh, just okay. under 9,000. All right, all right. I come yeah, from a I was, smaller town. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, that many people lived in my apartment complex. So <laughs> this feels very small to me. Um, but so it is in northern Kentucky. It's right on the Ohio River. So it's right across the river from Ohio. From Ohio. So right. it's not yeah. just a clever name yeah. for the river. It's not just a clever name. Um, so it's uh, it's popularity. So it says Wikipedia. Oh. Popularity um, is because it's a port city because it's right on the river, which is well, a big people love um, trading ports. post. I, you know what? It makes me want to live there because I love ports. Love ports. I do. I, lo- I, love I love ports. I love a place where I can see a boat. Boats. Yep. Yep. That's it. That's all and, it requires. That's all yeah. I need. A parked boat. A parked boat. It doesn't even need to be going anywhere. Pumps my nads. Just my, any boat. Any, any kind boat. of boat. Any, any boat. kind of boat. Yep. Any kind of boat. Yep. Dinghies. Um, so schooners. It, um, it was a bigger Gally. city earlier in the country's history because okay. um, because it was on the port and that was a big you know the South they had a lot of uh, slave Slaves. crops which was like very popular way to get them up to the northern states that didn't have slave crops. I've heard of and that. And then yeah. dur- right before the Civil War, it was right. actually a really big stop on the um, Underground Railroad. Oh, oh, okay, I was trying to make up for some of that uh, uh, terrible, terrible abuse. Yeah. yeah. And it became yeah. the overwater boat road at that point. Yep. Oh. Um, so that did not so have the, hosp- the same ring to it though, no. so nobody got excited. <laughs> no, overwater boat road. Yeah, it's yeah. So good. Um, so the main building of the hospital, the original building of the hospital, was built in 1842. Ooh, old. That is fucking old for America. Yes, yeah, it is. Surprised it didn't knock it down. It was originally. I mean, it doesn't exist anymore. But oh, well, it was originally built by a doctor, which I don't know. I think maybe it was like a small hospital in its like very earliest, um, you know, designs. But then by the 1860s, I was gonna say, but it, he was not an architect, and the whole building fell down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. killed all of his patients. No, by the by the 1860s, no 1880s, by the numbers. 1880s. So what's that? Forty years later, sure. Um, it oh. had become a. Uh, Female seminary, okay, which is a, a basically just a ladies' college that's run by the clergy. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, those were lady priests. No, oh God, no, no. lady priests. That's not are a you thing. what? Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things that you can. You Women can can't be trusted with Jesus. Not with Jesus. Well, we're inferior. <sighs> Women in Kentucky can't be trusted with Jesus. Try <laughs> um so the school taught um arts and quote more traditional subjects. Oh oh like what? Oh, crazy <laughs> artists. <laughs> Math and, oh okay. I guess uh I assume it means like sewing, yeah. keeping a house, being a wife, running it's, your colors. Oh. I feel like this is what they taught at this school. Jesus Christ. It's the 1880s in Kentucky. Slavery wasn't legal back then. You, yes, that's that's true. That is factually accurate. So it was I've wh- seen the help. She's shitting that pie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> now I will tell you my favorite story about the help I saw in the movie theater and there was a group of white women who were like a drunk book club oh, who had God. come to watch it in the middle of the day and they were like laughing through the movie and at one point a large black woman stood up in the middle of the theater and screamed at them my mother was a slave did it shut them up it did and it left me with so many questions yeah. because this woman was like not that much older than me but hmm. you know what? Maybe she's a time traveler. Oh my god! What if you? I, oh. I was like, okay, and they're not slaves in them anyway. I had a lot of questions, but I was just like, oh, hot damn! That's that's something I'm gonna remember for a long time. That yeah. moment. And now you've shared yeah. it with all of us. And now everyone else knows it too. That's so true. that's how you shut white women up in a movie theater. Just scream at them. My mother was a slave. Regardless, regardless yeah. of your color, you stand up and do it. Just do it. I think it will shut people up. So then, in 1907. Um, it closed its uh, traditional subjectal ways. Oh, okay. Um, and it was sold at auction. I guess the teaching women math was not a profitable enterprise. No, no, God, no. Why would you do that? Yes. Yeah, so it sells at auction Teach and a wealthy babies. widow buys it by the name of May V. Pearl Wilson. That so May Wilson. most southern so, name I've ever so heard. So she buys this um, like huge chunk of land and the building and she immediately opens a trust to run it and then deeds that building and the trust over to the city for them to turn it into a hospital okay. because her community needs a hospital mm-hmm. and she has money yeah and so that's what she's decided to do for her community lovely gesture that's great lovely gesture great. two thumbs up the, good job the town turns it into a hospital good. which she pays for mm-hmm. they name it the wilson hospital after her oh nice lovely great lovely she then moves into the hospital because she's an old woman yeah yeah they kill her within a week she dies within two years. Damn! Oh, I was so pretty close. close. <laughs> but not before she names the hospital the Palace on the Hill. Ooh, oh, okay. No, she and must have thought very she, highly of her work. Yeah, she did. Yes, She's and a she, posted a news, she posted a newspaper ad looking for a, quote, companionable white woman to live with her in the hospital. Oh, boy. She was, looking, she was a sugar mama yes. on the hunt. Yes, she was. A companionable Com- white woman. Companion- wow. Yep. White woman. White. Yeah. Oof, oof, boy. Yes. So after um, after Miss Wilson dies... She she has no children. She has no heirs. So she leaves everything to various charities and trusts. The trust that is set up to run this hospital gets a large endowment. And then from the other like bigger trusts, it gets um, annual stipends to help maintain and like keep up with improvements on the facilities. Mm-hmm. So even though she died two years after it was created she really set it up to keep going okay, oh, okay. Um, which was great yeah. she did a wonderful thing yes she did with her companionable white woman i hope she found her companionable white woman i hope so too she I, needed the companion needed to be able to cook okay that was, that was, that was the, the only requirement cook vagina that was one of yeah. the only parameters uh. in the newspaper ad oh okay big titties knows how to cook yeah preferably naked kind of yeah. like those naked cleaners Big that are anime around LA. titties um yeah, you don't have to yeah. clean. You don't have to cook. Just walk around naked. Sure. Yeah, yeah. she does have to cook. That was in the ad. Mm. It was in the ad yeah. here. It was don't, in don't the ad. Mean, it was in the ad. <laughs> um, so then in uh, by 1925, the trust that she had established um, 
like the, they just turned they were like this is kind of too much work we'll just turn everything over to the city so the city is now in charge of the trust owns the trust now owns the building outright so now the city owns the building outright um they immediately rename it oh uh, what Hayeswood hospital they're like, fuck her. She's been dead for 15 years. Fuck she, that bitch. No one she doesn't remembers. get to tell us what to call this place. Yeah, fuck yeah. her. I was like, that's such bullshit. She did such a wonderful thing. And, and she had their name on the building for like 20 years and that's it. Men. You men. Um, so they do do a large amount of renovations with this huge infusion they get from the dissolution of her trust. Mm-hmm. Um, they turned this little um, wooden, it's a large but smaller wooden structure into a very large brick structure. Okay. They take the three stories, they add an extra fourth floor on the top of it. Oh, okay. okay. So now it's a hospital. It's a big hospital. Proper, proper hospital. Big old hospital. Four big stories. old hospital. Um, it was. It was like... It was well um, equipped and well handled. It had a little bit of trouble in 1931 because they built this big bridge over the Ohio River right in Marysville. So it became easy for people to go from Ohio to Kentucky right at this point, Mm -hmm. which made the hospital have a lot more influx of patients. Okay, So they had to do some more adjusting, but they 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 adapted pretty well and it was always like a very well reviewed hospital like it won awards patients were happy with the care they got there they were like this is the best in the county to come to like it was a good it wasn't one of those like and they just left people to rot and die hey man like every other story we've told five stars on civil war yelp what's up yeah yeah which is like normally how you get haunted hospitals is like people were treated terribly yeah these people weren't treated poorly at all these are people who died elsewhere and came back as like this was the best place I ever lived. <laughs> yeah. So they um, they opened a whole section of the hospital in 1941. They like cut a deal with the Navy to take in any Navy uh, vets from uh, World War II who were experiencing PTSD Ooh. Okay. to like help treat them and like reassimilate back into society. Okay. It was just like a service the hospital offered. Wow. That's just cool stuff that yeah. you can get. Just did cool stuff for uh, people fighting for our country. Nice. Um, So then it stayed popular and like pretty well equipped until probably the 19 late 70s, early 80s. And when it starts to be like, there's been big jumps in technology. We're in a building that's almost 100 years old at this point. Like it's just been harder to keep up with things. So then a different company took control over it. Um, to try and like rehab it. Mm-hmm. Then there was a big earthquake. It did some structural damage to the building. Oh. They weren't able to rebound from it. Oh, and by all 19- the leech tanks got destroyed. All of them. No more by plates for bloodletting. Just like no you know, all the old technology. Of all of our ancient- leech canisters ruptured. Yep, terrible. The, there was a leech infestation for months. <laughs> It, the Ohio River still full of leeches. Yep, and that's why you can find leeches in the Ohio River today. Today. Um, so by 1983, they shuttered right it. It shut its doors forever. Oh. Um, and it's been closed ever since and just kind of been falling into disarray. It's one of those like urban decay locations. Ooh, hell yeah. It has changed hands a bunch of times over the years. People will buy it. They'll have big plans to renovate it. There, um, there's been plans for it to be brought back as a hospital. Okay. There's been plans for it to become a hotel. There's been plans for most recently for it to become luxury apartments. But they've just never been able to get the plans off the ground. And more often than not, if you buy the building, um, you like nothing goes through, no permits. You can't get workers to come, and then eventually you'll like lose the building to taxes. It's mm. a cursed building it's now. It's kind of cursed. Not these um, days. 
the most recent report I could find on it said um, it's a great building, but it's full of asbestos. So it's probably going to cost you about a million, two million dollars to take all that out before oh, yeah. you do Ooh. anything else. Yeah, that abatement ain't free, you know. Oof. Yes. So because of this, this is how I found this uh, haunting. This building is currently fucking for sale. We could buy this. Oh, how much is it? Yeah, how much is it? It is on the market right now. I'm so glad you asked. It was listed in the spring for $800,000. Okay. But, but but on September 2nd, it was lowered to $600,000. Oh, oh. Price reduction. That is an excellent price Incredible. reduction. Now, how long has it been on the market, according to th- Zillow or whatever? Yeah, like, oh, can oh, we then oh, offer It's been 400? on the market this time just about a year. But okay. who okay. knows before it was listed and, yeah. Oh. But yeah, so it's been reduced. It's about um, it's about three acres total between the building and its surrounding grounds. Right. And I will now read to you an excerpt of the actual listing oh, good. from this real estate listing. All right. <clears throat> Kentucky's Kentucky Kentucky Kentucky's <laughs> You did it again. Nice. <laughs> Guys, I'm having some real brain issues oh, this week. Oh man. Kentucky's second is. most haunted place is for sale. If you've ever wanted to own a haunted house business, now is your chance. Travelers from all over the country have come to see this building in hopes of seeing a paranormal occurrence. For a lot more information, this would be a perfect opportunity to renovate it into a haunted house or hotel. Some previous owners had even had the idea of reopening some type of healthcare facility. That. I don't know why those two sentences those, were next to each other. That seems like not a great idea. No. Make it a haunted house. Some people wanted to also, also do hospitals, ha- but you can do a haunted house. Brain don't miss this chance to own a haunted hospital with a cool story and historical background. Um, can you tweet that link out to Zach Baggins because he needs to buy this place? I bet he would buy it. He needs to buy it. I bet it. he would buy it. And then he needs to investigate it. And then because he owns it, he can do whatever he want, wants he with can't. it. Well, and lots of people go and like do the urban exploration thing, do the like we're breaking into the facility to like see the ghosty. So there's lots of videos of people going and looking for haunted things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of uh, reports of ghostiness and most of them are fairly straightforward. What you would expect from any sort of haunted location. Okay. So you have uh, like lights turning on in the building, even though there's no longer electricity running Ooh, to it. Ooh, I like it. Um, people seeing faces or figures in a window, most specifically a tall man who ducks down to look through a window and then stands up to move out of it. Ooh. Okay. Um, people will hear infant cries coming from inside the building. Awesome. Love it. Uh, people who go through and explore say that like odd shadows will just sort of uh, show up and then start to follow you through the building. Well, that's cool. creepy. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. And as that's happening, there's a lot of like feelings of being watched, feelings of dread, feelings of like, I have to get out of here. It's unsafe. Um, and lots of times people will say they heard, especially from the lower levels, they hear growling or snarling. And a lot of the lower Demon. parts of the walls are covered in what appears to be gigantic scratch marks. Demons. Demon. It's a portal to hell. Zach Baggins yeah. needs to Here fucking buy this. Now, now we're getting somewhere. needs to buy yes. this. Demons. So now I'm going to tell you about two very specific instances of hauntings. Okay. Because both of these are very popular on the internet. Oh, okay. So the first one is from 2007. Um, it's a YouTube video where it's... 
you can watch the video. I will send it to you too. You can find it online if you Google it fairly easily. Um, it's I will say this. It is a low quality video. It is grainy black and white because it is nighttime. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's not who knows? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No who one knows? knows? The but knows. so there's this there's the video. It's maybe 45 seconds long of course the kickers in the last two seconds of course but it's like someone looking up from the outside they're like looking up at all the windows looking at the building and then they like look at one of these windows on the corner and then there's like a brighter white spot within it Mm -hmm. so then they zoom in on the camera it's a fucking face the face looks at where the person with the camera is and then ducks out of frame and then the person holding the camera goes (gasps) And the camera shuts off. Nice. Oh, and this is not the same thing as the tall man. They think the- that maybe that is the tall man. Okay, got it, got it, got yeah. it. Yeah. Because he, he moves he sort of out of frame. He, I think he moves more to the side, but people are like, he's ducking because he's too tall. Okay. I, I, I just wanted to make sure that we were not, uh, you know, because you, you'd moved on from the initial tall man report. And I was like, is are there two ducking ghosts? No, I think this is the same. I assume. Okay. I'm not a ducking ghost expert. Not a ducking expert. I have no okay. ducking ghost credibility, but I do <laughs> think they're the same ghost. Right, well, you All should right. spend a few more years building up that ducking ghost credibility. I so would. I will us... work with experts. Okay, um, great. And this video is, uh, it's so well known because in 2007, on the Halloween episode of The Maury Show, it was featured. Yes. Yes. And then we found out that the ghost, ghost hunting, you think of The Maury Show. And then we find out that the ghost is not the father. The ghost oh! is Maury. <laughs> and then they run all around the fucking How are you studio? able to tell? Well, the baby, first of all, wasn't a ghost. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. was the first big giveaway. <laughs> the ghost is not the father. Um. So, but why this has come back into popularity recently is because in 2020, Ooh. a firsthand account showed up online. I will say this. Disclaimer, disclaimer. No one's been able to verify this in any way. Okay. It smacks just a little bit of like a Dear David-esque situation because this account is so well-written, well-crafted. Oh, it's got to be a Dear David. Okay. So it could be that, and and it's written as if like this happened to me like 10 years ago, but I like have to talk about it because I can't stop thinking about it and this is me finally putting it all down. Okay. So maybe it's that it's been percolating in their mind for a very long time and they're a skilled writer and that's why it came out this way. Mm -hmm. Because... Guys, it's creepy as fuck. Amazing. So this is an account of when three friends go to explore, <laughs> go to explore this hospital, and one of them encounters a dog man. Dog a man. Dog man? A dog man. Demon dog man. Oh my we god. We don't know if he's a demon yet. Let's, he's let's responsible hear. for the scratches. Let's I listen to the story and we'll yes. make a determination demon. when we've learned. Demon. So our main character. Yeah, Sally. We'll call him Jimothy. Oh. Okay. So Jimothy and his two friends are going to explore this location. They split up because they want to like cover more ground and it's creepier to you be there never alone. Split up. Never. So Jimothy starts walking and Jimothy starts to realize like there's a really bad smell coming from like a part of the hospital. So he's like, I'm going to go see what that smell it is. smells like dog poop. Let me it smells I like dog rotting poop. flesh. Oh, that's so let not me what go look. Yes. Why would Hell you? Yeah. Jimothy is not a smart man. No, he's not. Doesn't seem that way. No, I think Jimothy is a teenage boy. They're all oh, dum dums. They're all dumb. Every if you listeners are a teenage boy, you're, you're a dum dum. Yep. Every single one of you is a dum dum. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't so think you're a dum dum? Send us an email. We'll ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> send us an email. We won't respond to it. Yeah. I'll respond so, to it saying or we no. Won't you tell are. you how you are stupid. You are dumb. <laughs> 
So dumb, dumb Jimothy smells this rotting smell and he's like, I must investigate. Yeah. So he goes and he realizes it's coming from the basement, which is where the morgue of this hospital used to be. Okay. So he goes down. Um, it's like they're all the old metal doors, you know, because it's a hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and the water has uh, about three inches. The 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 morgue has about three inches of standing water in the bottom. Like now, maybe is, that's is, what makes something. it smell like shit. Yeah, uh, because now, it's it, standing stagnant. Is there water. any copper in this water? Oh, right? is anyone asked? Does projecting? it have memories? Does, doesn't yeah, have memories. It, I bet it does. So um, so he gets down there and he's like, the smell is definitely coming from down here. It's coming from like a very specific part. And he starts like smelling around, like kind of trying to find it, like, you know, follow your nose, trying uh-huh. to find it. Mm-hmm. And um, he realizes that as he's walking, he hears other splashes in the water. Oh, that's like not him walking through the water. It's mm-hmm. something else walking through the water. Spooky. And he's like, "Ugh, this is one of my friends playing a joke on me. Farting they think all they're over funny. The ha ha yeah. ha. So funny. Um, so he popular like, fart splashes were everyone's so well known for when they're yes. in the tub. <laughs> that old this that old joke. That old canard. So he's like, I'm gonna like hide in this corner, and he like climbs up on like an old freezer or something. So he's out of the water, and he's like, I'm gonna hide here and like jump out and scare them when they come by to scare me. So then he realizes as the splashing starts to come closer that it's like an irregular splashing. It doesn't sound like a, a human footfall. Mm-hmm. Okay. And That's, as it's coming closer. Still, this still lines up with fart splashes. I want that yeah. noted. Okay. <laughs> Just dropping poops. Yeah. Even yeah. their own yeah. little oh, footprints. Um, and as it's coming closer, the smell is getting much stronger. Oh, Still consistent with fart splashes. Yeah. It is. So then um, he he's like, you know, holding his breath, trying to be really quiet. And then he realizes that it's getting pretty close and he can hear it. At first he says breathing heavily, but then he's like, it's really panting. It's panting and it's making in like an an audible sniffing noise. Like it's trying to find me. Oh, hmm. shoot. And he's like, okay, that fucking freaks me out. Time to go. And he starts to feel like overwhelmed with this feeling of dread. And he's like, I have to get out of here. Danger, danger. My lizard braid says this is danger. I have to run. So he starts to run towards the the door to this like boiler room so he can put a door between him and whatever this is. Okay. And as he's running, he can hear it following him. He can hear it running behind him in the footfalls. A little bit Um, less consistent with fart splashes, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still like three for four. Right. Okay. So then he gets he gets to the boiler room door. He like slams it shut with all he can muster. He like tries to lock it, you know, get it as closed as he can because it's this big, thick metal door. And then he starts to hear a loud, heavy thing throwing itself against the door and then scratching through the metal. Awesome. Trying awesome. to get through this room. That's creepy. I don't like it. Then he hears... A howl that's like half howl, half growl that just terrifies him. And he's like, I got to get out of here. There's another door on the other side of this room. He's like, I'm making a break for it. I'm running to to this other door. Quote number one. Yes. I opened the door to the dock room. And when I looked back, so he opens the door on the other side of the room. And when I looked back, I saw the arm of this creature sticking through the opening. It had clawed and it was like a horror movie. It was gray and brown. It was a gray and brown mass of fur. It looked like a human arm, but didn't because the hand was all wrong. The hand had five digits, but the claws on it would have made a bear run in fear. I slammed the door behind me and ran for the dock doors. So he's like, I'm putting more doors between me and this fucking yeah. creature. Yeah, smart. That's a smart move. Smart. Yeah. So then he 
he's like trying to get out. He can't get the door open. He has to crawl through a window. He cuts his hand real bad on this window. Oh, no. <clears throat> so I was trying to get away, but his like hand is hurt. Um, and he's like, so he's trying to go through this other doorway. Quote two. And he's like, looks back and sees the thing again. Um, quote two. Now, I'm 6'4 and 250 pounds. Not little by any means. God, And no. this thing took dude. up the entire doorway. An eight foot tall, three foot wide doorway. It was covered head to toe in gray brown fur. It had a very narrow snout, almost like a Doberman pincher. And its ears were just barely visible because of the doorway. But I could tell they were pointing up just like a dog. Mm. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was completely paralyzed. This thing was staring right into my soul. Then it snarled. And that woke me up from my disbelief of what I was seeing. I turned and ran. Oh, boy. Mm. So now he's running away again. Leaving a trail of blood behind him. Easy to find. Yes. And he's like, I'm going to run for the car. But he's like, I can't. The car is too far away. I'm like on the other side of the facility. I'm going to go on the fire escape to get up to the roof. Maybe this thing can't climb. Of course it can. If it can scratch its way through metal, I'm pretty sure it can figure out how to climb stairs. Things with man arms long known to not be able to climb. Yeah. Yeah. So he starts to climb up this fire escape and it's like right behind him and it's like slamming into the fire escape to try and get him to fall. He falls like a little bit, a couple rungs because his hand is all messed up Uh and it gets a hold of one of his feet and Mm -hmm. it like tries to basically like puts its claw into the skin of his like lower leg and rakes it down his whole leg and his foot, like trying to pull him down. Uh No, thank you. And it, and it's, he's in a lot of pain and now his leg is all fucking mangled and shit. Um, he says, I'm now dragging my left leg. Oh, he gets up to, he gets to another area and he's making another break for it. I'm now dragging my left leg. Photographs of his, of his scarred leg at the end of this? We're going to get to it. I'm now dragging my left leg and trying to keep my right hand, which is his like fucked up hand in my hoodie pocket. The entrance he came in is only about 150 feet down the main hallway and around a left turn. I'm halfway down the hall and I hear steel steel doors slamming again. I'm dragging myself down the hall just trying to stay focused on getting the hell out of this hole. Mm -hmm. Then the howling starts again and I can hear it getting closer. I make the turn and hear the pounding coming up the stairs from the basement. I make it to the entrance and hear the padding of hands and feet on the floor. I make the mistake of looking back just as it rounded the corner and it was running on all fours Mm -hmm. just like a real dog. I bolted down the hill towards the street to where the car was parked and realized the car was gone. Oh, your friend they the left dog you? had eaten the car. <laughs> My only way of escape was gone. It's a car-eating dog. <laughs> His friends are yeah, the, shit. The dog is like, hey, hey, got any more of those cars? <laughs> this is not the a big deal. The I car's delicious. Um, so his friends have abandoned him because you know, of like all these... 0304 Mazda? I really, really <laughs> love those. <laughs> I love the older body styles. They have more iron in them. New mm. ones are all aluminum. Yeah. Cr- Sorry about your leg, bro. <laughs> Sorry about your leg. So he, so he runs. He manages. He's like, I can't get to the car. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to run to the closest house. It's all I can do. I can't go back towards this building with this creature. He can hear the creature following him. It's pretty far behind him at this point, but he can hear it like gaining on him as he's running on this like mangled leg to try and get to this house. He gets to the house. He like knocks on the door. This little old woman opens the door. He just pushes his way inside, slams the door behind him. She's like, what the fuck? Immediately calls the police. Yeah. So the, cause this random bleeding man just showed up in her house and pushes her aside. Yeah. Yes. I, I would do the same. So, sh- so she, she calls the police, the police show up, they take his statement. They're like, okay, he's on drugs. Yeah, clearly. 
So they take him to the hospital. They run multiple talk screens. All of them come back clean. He has no drugs or alcohol in his system. And he ends up getting a bunch of stitches on his hand. And he needs 36 stitches between his leg and his foot from this damage. And the police are like, yeah, we've had a lot of complaints lately about a pack of wild dogs that people in that neighborhood can hear at night. Oh, and the and then as the police are like saying this to this guy, the sir, the like doctor who's stitching him up is just like, "There's no way a dog made these. Like oh. these are these are huge, deep claw marks. Like this is not from a dog." And the police are like, "Oh, well, then what do you think did it?" And the doctor was like, "I I don't know. Wolf, werewolf, a, a dog beast man, probably. A, a, dog, a dog man, a, a dog man, a Satan dogman." Um, so then he ends with like, you don't have to believe me, but I know it's true. Like, just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Like, this is fucking real. There are things out there that will hunt he, us if he, we go where we're not supposed to go. He ditched his friends forever, right? Because those are horrible friends. Oh, who those just, are horrible people for sure. Just left so, him. So now I will say this, it's very creepy. It's pretty long, but it's very well constructed. It's creepy the whole way through. Nice. They've been, it just recently surfaced. Like I said, even though it's been like, uh, this was 10 years ago. Right. So people are now trying to authenticate it. Okay. So they're coming up with like, it could be this dude with this hospital report or this with this. So they're trying to substantiate it. Because they're like, if this is real, credibility, like, show us the re- fucking receipts. Yeah. You know? Zero receipts as of yet. Oh. Mm. No credibility. But, you know, it's not been that long. Right. Since this came out. Right. This person obviously doesn't want anyone to know who they are. No. No. Because they are liars. Liars. Be- or because they are branded by the dog man. Oh, they've got the mark of the oh, beast where there's three scratches. a dog man. That's what I w- the whole time it's like dog man dog man. I'm like, you fought a werewolf, bro. Yeah, you are yeah. now a werewolf. All of this smacks so hard of werewolf to me. Yeah. But so people Ooh. think that it is a an entity that lives within the <laughs> hospital. <laughs> That's protecting it. Okay. So they don't think that it's, they don't think it's like the ghost of a person who died there. Uh-huh. They think it's like something else that's just like, this is now mine and well, no one can okay. come here. But what if I brought it like begging strips? Do you think then maybe we could like maybe. get off into a Maybe. I was foot? like, did you try to scratch it behind the ears? Dog loves ears. Belly scritches. rubs? Yeah, Any belly rubs? You're not supposed to run away. You know, you just got to kind of stand your ground and then give them scratches and you're in good shape. Yeah. Okay. So the next like, time you're in a abandoned hospital's <laughs> morgue, Smell over and you Offering. a creature that smells of rot is eight feet tall, three feet wide, and charging at you. Yeah, ask for belly stand your ground, Bob. Yeah, yeah. stand your ground. Just give and them give, scritches and give them stand scritches. your ground. Just offer, offer them scritches as they come. Yeah, He's just excited to see you. And maybe have who's some, your good boy? Yeah, yeah. Who's, who's your, your good boy? boy? Have snacks in your pocket. Yeah, you guys will be fast friends. Yeah, yeah. Seems anyway, easy to me. so very straightforward. So, that is the story of the Hayeswood Hospital. Like it. The very creepy ghosty face figure. Love it. And the questionable but still very creepy dogman. I love it. I like it. All right, well, hang on for a second. I'll yell at you. We'll get another story. It's going to be great. You're going to have a great time listening to this podcast. Hey, everybody. It's your old pal engineer, Bob. Remember me? Hey, this is the Booze Bruce Podcast. And you should go to iTunes and leave a review. You know how to do it, so do it. I don't care. Whatever. Hey, also go to patreon.com slash booze and brews where you got audio episodes, video episodes, and show sketches that I do. It's a great way to waste your money on the internet. Get $5,000. Get them undies. You know what to do. Get, get those undies. undies. Hey, also, social media websites. We got them. You love them. Come talk to us. We got an Instagram at Booze and Brews Podcast. Got a Facebook at Booze and Brews. And we got a Twitter at Booze and Brews. Awesome. Well, let's get back to the show.
at some point, we're really going to have to reassess why we let him do those interstitials. Um, Maybe because I do them great, stupid. <laughs> um, exhibit A, reason. 30 seconds back. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I do love the level of white man confidence you came at that with, though. Yeah, I really oh, do. Absolutely. It's a thing of beauty to just see it out there in nature, you know? <laughs> it's just natural. Oh, my God. Well, oh, I'm awesome. we're back. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Okay. Uh, well, we're back. Uh, regardless if the interstitial scared you away or not, thank you for sticking around uh, <laughs> for more haunted hospitals. So, yes, um, ages ago, many, many moons ago, many, many moons ago, um, we requested uh, ghost adventures suggestions from our wonderful listeners. Mm-hmm. And one of the suggestions we received like a year ago now at this point, it's on one of the lists we made it, of these suggestions for sure that are somewhere from from listener Larry, Larry, uh, Larry. Uh, she suggested um, it was and it was a suggestion. It was not ghost adventures related. It was adjacent. Um, oh, adjacent. But, but the request was hospital related. And so I went. It's my show. I'm two a, birds, one two stone. Birds, I fucking got them. Mm-hmm. So for this week's haunted hospitals, I'm going to tell you about story number one because there are two episodes or there's two stories in each, and it turns out there's a it's a lot that mm-hmm. happens. So I'm going to tell you about story number one of haunted hospital, episode four from season one, the Wailing Walls. So this is going to be a ghost adventure sort of. Oh, I like oh, it. Okay. I I, I, so, I would just like to say, podcast mom, I do love yes, that you're darling. coming into your own. You're you're finally embracing the it's my show I do what we want. Hell yeah. Uh attitude that I have uh have been at for the last two and a half years. Yeah, you you've Thanks come for out coming down. Thanks for coming down to my level. I appreciate it. It's better down here. It's, Welcome. I stoop to your level. Thank you. Thank it's you. more fun down here. We have Cheetos. <laughs> Ooh, are they flaming hot or are they Yes. Okay. Delightful. Of course they are. So we open on the show and immediately we're told that this story is based entirely on eyewitness testimony. Oh, as opposed to those other ghost stories, which are not. Which are not, which are all wild speculation. And this show, unlike our ghost adventures, is chock full of reenactments. It is 100% reenacting. Wall-to-wall reenactments. Yes. Every I now love and again, a reenactor. You get the story of the person who experienced it, mm-hmm. but it's mostly reenactments. And it's not them reenacting. It's someone hired no, it's to hired be just like them. It is that. someone who has who has made Taft-Hartley into this yep. by, by getting this role. Yep. And they're just going with such big emotions. It's, it's the level of reenactment. In the worst wardrobe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the worst sets where it's like one room that they're trying to make look like a nursing home. But it's like we only have one set. The set decorators got to get real creative with it. Mm -hmm. It works. It doesn't work. Um, But the level of reenactment, I think this is what Begenza's goes for. This is what he thinks about when he's jerking off at night. Got it. Like this level Um, of scary reenactment. many, Many, many moons ago in a different lifetime. I did an episode of like an I survived kind of show about animal attacks. Amazing. As a reenactor where I was attacked by what in my head was an imaginary bear. Oh, oh my God. You would have been perfect in this. It was a lot of this. 
Big, big scared faces. There's a lot of hands and hands big scared in the faces. Face, you a lot been, of big eyes. You know what? You'd have been yeah. amazing in this episode. Yeah. Do you, Do you see the bear coming at me? I do. With the big yeah, scared. Yeah. It's It's very easy and, to imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Based on your incredible performance. We'll put it in the beer photo this week, guys. Very lifelike. Um, and in the, the spirit of Ghost Adventures and in the spirit of Begenzes, um, graphic cards at the beginning of the episode tells us that hospitals are places of birth and death. It's like a life. I like it. Every like nurse it. has a ghost story. Every Haunted nurse. Haunted hospital. <laughs> Every nurse ha- is a ghost. Is a ghost. <laughs> dun, dun. Dun, dun. Yeah, they didn't have the, you know... Uh, the they didn't have like the level of begins, but they came close. You know, they really tried. All right, all right. Um, so first up in the episode is uh, nursing is called nursing home nightmare. That's the name nursing of this home nightmare. Half okay. of the episode, we are somewhere in northwestern Pennsylvania, population okay. Okay. like a hundred thousand, but we don't know the name of the nursing home. We are not given. We are never privy to that info. Cool. And we don't know where in northwest Pennsylvania. Just. It's we can't is. know. The names yeah. are changed to protect the innocent. Sometimes mm-hmm. they say that. They also give us the graphic underneath that of eyewitness testimony, and some names mm. have been changed to protect well, the, the innocent. The, the eyewitness saw the ghost, but not the name of the town he was in. It makes total sense. Yeah, to no, me. no, no. It's like she lived there her whole life, but she got a conk on the head, and now she's forgotten. Sure. Um, happens. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. It's true. Cookie lobe could be damaged. Right in the cookie lobe. And then numbers just go away forever. <laughs> just The gone. ability to find the word I want to say. Nope. Gone. Gone. Just gone. I didn't even need a bonk on a head for that. That's what's great about me. <laughs> um, so we start the episode with great acting already. It's tuna level acting. Um, <laughs> we have an old timey nurse with like the fancy hat. So really bad wardrobe. So if you can think like Nurse Ratchet level. Yes, I hat. went right to Nurse Ratchet. I got it. I got it. Yep. So that is pretty much what these nurses are dressed up as. They're all Nurse Ratchets. Um, and she's instructing an old man to take a deep breath. Now, the old man actor has clearly already had it because all we get is just like a big sigh. <sighs> like, like she's tired. I'm just, this is the 70th take. I'm tired. I want my snacks. Applesauce. I'm, I'm tired of breathing. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I can only give somebody big sighs. I got a cough. Uh, so Nancy, the or sorry, not Nancy, Marcy, I miswrote that. Marcy has been hired by her mom, nepotism, uh, to be a nurse's aide at a nursing home in northwestern Pennsylvania because Marcy had dreams of being a doctor. But I just want a doctor. I just want a doctor. At first, it seemed like the perfect job, but quote, the perfect summer job takes on a dark twist. Oh no, twisties! And literally took on a dark twist because uh, Marcy's assigned she went to the night shift. Ice cream and it was delicious. No, no. Chocolate. Chocolate, dark. Oh. No, she was assigned the night shift. Oh, okay. So I, I dark. I under, uh, yes, do you I get, understand. Yes, do you get I do my joke? Okay, yes, great. great. She's great. working mm-hmm. on the night shift. Um, and this place is reportedly haunted. So Marcy would get uneasy feelings and hear doors close on their own um, and after a few nights uh, into her night shift the quote strange feelings would come to a head the the in the sort of connecting dialogue that they have the narrator say so bad it's definitely lacking a begins touch um, this narrator it, it, he tries he definitely tries to be like I want to make this like begins but yeah fails. I mean it's it's an art fails. form it you really know is. yeah it, it's hard to write that poetry 
Um, it gives them a hard time for it, but and I'm it's the hard one who to deliver. Eat. It's hard to remember that G's and K's are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's hard I'm, to remember the proper English pronunciation of mirror, jor, and mirror. <laughs> it's it's tough. And this guy. Oh, and this man's Canadian. I forget to say. So they're just too oh. correct already. He needs to apologize more. Um. Anyway, um, the old man that they get to be the patient being put into bed as they're showing that Na- Marcy is now on the night shift. Um, he's he's really leaning into like the sort of invalid old man bit. Like he is supposed to be like she's the actress is trying to like move him and tuck him into bed, but this old guy's like, no, I'm gonna make this bitch work for it. So he's just laying there, and eventually she gives up and just like throws a sheet over like up to his chin. The dude's head's not on the pillow. It's just, and he's like half off the bed, but the actress is just like, I'm, I'm done with you, sir. She's like, fuck it. I'm making SAG minimums today. Not yeah, worth it. Not worth it. It's not <laughs> worth fighting with you, old man. Um, so anyway, we're probably wondering what came to a head yeah. that the narrator so, so eloquently I do wonder. I do about. wonder about this head. Um, a door closed when no one was on the floor with her. She heard creaking and felt a heaviness on her shoulders. Quote, like someone in that room, someone went in that room and didn't come out. She got that feeling just from heaviness on her shoulders. Yeah, because every time I feel heavy on my shoulders, it's because someone went in a room and didn't come out. out That's direct correlation. Oh, and Mm -hmm. P.S. She wasn't in a room. She was in a staircase. So, yes, someone went into the room case. It's a room for stairs. (laughs) Staircase. A room for stairs. A place for everything. Everything is a place, including stairs. Including stairs. All right. All right. Um, She also explains that lights would flicker and also said she was starting at that point. You know, she was she was scared and she was resenting her mother at this point, which I thought was a bit odd placing it into it. She was like, I mean, I was so mad at my mom. Like, what was my mom getting me into? And I went, that's a bit out of place. Like, I feel like your issues with your mom need to be settled outside of haunted hospitals. Yeah, it does. That felt like a big uh, there was a reason she made that jump. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I'm like, uh, you're 19. Your mom got you a sweet job over the summer. Like, chill out. Sweet job talking in grumpy old people. Yeah. Super grumpy old people. Um, anyway. Anyway, after she was like, yeah, I'm mad at my mom. Um, they do a quick interview with a paranormal investigator who explained lights flickering to us. Oh, I, I do love it when mm. when they explain light and dark. Yes, it was great. See, now, I, I love um, that they've like they've decided. Okay, we're gonna go with the ghost adventures formula, but what we're at, what we're gonna do is we're gonna find what they've done. We're just gonna tweak it a little bit instead we're of explaining tweak. dark. We're gonna tweak it. Yeah, we're gonna so, like, tweak it like a Baggins nipple. So yeah. so is it mm. is it a ghost communication or are these just atmospheric changes? I don't know, Boo. You tell me. What is it? Yeah, you're a ghost investigator. You tell me. Tell me about your investigations. Jesus. But yeah, and she was way too, um, with her wild conjecture, like she was way too calm about it. There were no cargo pants involved. There were no hair curtains. There's not a faux hawk to be seen. (sighs) Nary a spider eye. I mean, she was, she did have kind of goth-esque So I was like, did she have the dead Debbie eyeliner? Not as thick. But See, there was is, Dead Debbie like, esque This is eyeliner. Bargain Basement Ghost Adventures, it really is. right? It's like Canadian this is, Ghost Adventures. Yeah, this is the Reno <laughs> yes. version, not the Las Vegas this, version. This is like non-licensed merchandise oh, Ghost yeah. Adventures. This is bootleg Ghost this Adventures. Is, this is the one that you can 100%. get on the street in, in China. This is yeah. like Marky Mouse, you know? Yeah. Mar- <laughs> Marky <laughs> is, Mouse. Yeah. Um, Dental the Duck. 
<laughs> Denny and Dennis the dog. <laughs> um, Marcy then explains that she saw a rocking chair move on its own and then stop. Okay. Right. The right. stopping is creepy. Yes. Yep. Yes. Um, and then the uh, Lady Baggins then pops in to explain that the chair moving could be a poltergeist or it could be something unexplainable. Again, a lot of this or that. No, I need you to give conjecture and tell me what it is. I love that it's like, it's either a poltergeist or I don't know. It's either a poltergeist or it's any other thing that exists. Literally yes. any other thing. But those are the only two possibilities. But that's it. It's this one thing or everything. Or everything. <laughs> yeah. It's either a poltergeist or something else. <laughs> yeah. You know what? She's not wrong, though. She's not she, wrong. I mean, not wrong. Yeah. Um, so what if it was a poltergeist working in tandem with something else? Whoa, whoa. We're not yeah, ready I'm for that kind of crossover episode. I'm not, I'm not ready for that. Um, Marcy sees a little boy ghost in the morning um, and he's in period clothes. Uh, this boy is- He's pe- on his period? He's on he's his wearing, period. He's wearing mm-hmm. tampons? He's wearing mm-hmm. like, you know, super high It's little, a boy pawn. It goes a in your butt. Essentially, he's dressed like a newsie. He's got, he's got period panties on? He does. Mm-hmm. He's wearing his thinks. And uh, they're well saturated today. Yep. They're the heavy flow day. High-waisted. High-waisted, heavy flow day. Do not touch me, panties. (laughs) Do not bring your face anywhere near this region. I'm pointing in the seat. Just like like sweatpants, thanks, big loungy bra. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, Chip crumbs. (laughs) Chip crumbs. Just in your bra. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for later. Falling in. Saving those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so this boy is peeking into a patient's room and wouldn't Gross. you know, the patient dies later that very day. Uh-oh. Because he killed him. Because he killed him. So while Marcy is in the room with the dead body, she sees the boy again. This time, now oh, I do have to mention that before seeing the boy, Nancy says she feels a wisp of wind on her back. A, a wisp wi- of a wind? Wi- a wind wisp. A wind wisp. But it was difficult for the production crew to to show the w- wisp of wind, so they flashed a bright like mirror light. You know what I mean? Oh. And they just like flashed a light behind her. I thought what they were gonna do is like put on like a super high powered fan and just blow her hat off. I mean, I they like, should have. But there was a wisp no, of wind. Big light. Because it, because in Canada you can't go. No. Nope. Nope. You need to get like yeah. You're you're no, no, other practical effects. Not yeah. The, not without the key grip knocking out with his Molson breath. Hey, Hey-o. Canadians. That was, that was <laughs> Canadians. Um. Anyway, Marcy follows the boy and she sees him running, but hears no sound. Ooh. Um. And then he disappears. And so she like rounds the corner. She asks another nurse, "Have you seen? Have you seen this boy? Have you and, seen this island boy?" Uh. And the nurse is like. No, I, I don't know what you're talking I've about. I've not seen this island, boy. Y'all crazy. Um, Marcy claims that after that, she didn't know what to believe. I didn't know what was real. Anymore. <laughs> okay. It's a bit traumatic, but It's cool. either a poltergeist or something else. We've established We've that. We've established that. It's true. That's what believe you believe. Santa Claus. Now I you don't should know. Be- you I should used- believe that it's a poltergeist or something else. Yeah. Um, quote, but all that would soon change. <laughs> Okay. Oh, she's about to know what to believe. That's oh, well, great. That's about nice to have for another. Her. That's nice. Be able to get clarity. Right. So during another, now she's on the day shift. By the way, mm-hmm. so she has a couple spoopy experiences whilst on the night shift. She must have bitched about it because now she's on the day shift. The resentment toward her mother is probably 
I don't know if it's the same. I, I think it's the it's reason the she's on the day shift now because she bitched about it to her mom. Yeah, and now, but but now the ghosty stuff is still happening during the day shift Uh-oh. because she saw the little boy whilst on the day shift. Anyway, so now we are with uh, another day, another very ill patient that she is helping out in the morning. And um, she feels a presence in the room with him and then feels a breeze. And again, lights instead of breeze. Um, so naturally, this is the perfect time for the uh, lady baggins to come into the picture and explain that during a haunting, people report feeling a breeze or drop in temperature. Yep. Now, now does that does that also coincide with a light shining on their ear? Always. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's good. Um, because it's cold when the light hits you. Right. Mm-hmm, but but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just like what the presence of light. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of that's how light works. Yep. But. But what does it mean? Great question. Um, and according to Lady Baggins, it could be a simple communication or a sign of a negative entity. Oh, negative entity. Yeah. But but I like, again, it could be this or it could be that. Lady. She does like to give you options. It's true. Yeah. She doesn't just pick a wild conjecture and be like, what's this? this she lets is. you choose which side you want with your meal, you know? Yeah. Do you want to go with the apple and be responsible or do you get the large fry? Get you, the large or, fry yeah, the every time. Always get the fries. Always get the fries. Yep. Yeah. Um. Anyway, she, uh, Marcy, looks over her shoulder and again sees the boy. Um. Same outfit, same ball cap, but one difference. This time, he turns invisible. I'm like, oh, oh. he disappears. No, nope, he saw turns him invisible. And probably, you just probably walk down the hallway. And he disappeared. Got an and he disappeared. He disappeared. I've he seen an invisible boy. Invisible. He's a dead person. He disappeared. I'm a dead invisible boy. Yeah. And that was the confirmation that Marcy needed that she saw a ghost. Not the first two times she saw this little boy. No, no, no. But the third time when he became the, invisible. The third time yeah, when the, she, saw, when she him, saw him when he was invisible, then she knew. Then yeah. she knew. The other times when he just disappeared without a trace and no other nurse knew what the fuck you were talking about. No, 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 no. That's a real boy. Yep. This is now we're That was a real territory. boy. This is a ghost boy. Now we're in a ghost boy. Um, I'm a nurse in Canada. I've seen a ghost boy. <laughs> anyway, just like the other time she saw the boy, the patient that she was aiding when she sees him Died. dies. Yes. Oh, shit. So Nancy is ob- obviously a serial killer or this ghost is a serial yeah, killer. Yeah, she's a fucking angel of mercy right here. Yeah. yeah. She pretty- fucking murdering. She worked. She's a teenager. She's working in an elder care facility mm-hmm. and they're all dying on her watch. Yep. Oh, I saw uh, the little suspicious. boy again, and then uh-huh. he, and then the patient died. Yep, How blame peculiar. it on the ghost. Blame your I don't believe boy. it's the little ghost boy. And everyone's like, oh, I'm a nurse what? in Canada. <laughs> what? What are these medicines in my hand? Uh, they were they were given to me by the little ghost boy. Little ghost boy. <laughs> these are the poisons he gave to the old man. It wasn't me. I he said, didn't do hold it. these for me. I'm a ghost boy. <laughs> And then he disappeared and turned invisible. And he turned invisible. invisible. Uh, Not me. Anyway, we cut back to I'm in high school. You can tell (laughs) by my voice. The voice of a high schooler. (laughs) And I'm a Canadian high schooler. Not a boy. Not a boy. Um, Anyway, so Lady Baggins pops in and says, sometimes entities can tell if someone is is about to die. Um, and this boy, by showing up when he did, means he was trying to give Mar- uh, Marcy more of his own story. There you go. That's the Baggins conjecture. I by mean. killing grandpas? Yeah. 
I guess by This is my story by, I was a boy grandfather killer I was a boy grandfather I thought that I was a child grandfather Hard stop period Yeah that's where it ended <laughs> I, I'm a high school girl And a boy And a grandfather And yeah And a nurse And a killer And, and a ghost <laughs> <laughs> Or not These are the options That's it So Marcy wants answers Wait, Marcy, not Nancy? It's always been Marcy. I always, I mix it up with Nancy. So if I say Nancy, it's because I wrote it both ways, but her actual name is Marcy. Got it. Okay, that's helpful information. I apologize. (laughs) I now Um, understand your story more more clearly. Yes, Marcy is Nancy. Nancy is Marcy. Got it. My name is both Marcy and Nancy. Yes, because podcast mom. Or my name might be any other name. My name is either Marcy or Nancy or a different name. Or something else. (laughs) A different name completely. Yeah. Because um, I obviously didn't care enough to go back and change my notes. Anyway. I'm a grandfather. And a boy. <laughs> and a boy. Marcy wants answers. I like Marcy. So she goes digging into the nursing home storage area where they apparently just keep all of the dead people's belongings that the families don't take. Oh, hmm. okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. And they open a pawn shop. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, just do something. She then explains that a lot of times people would come into the nursing home with their shit. They would come in with, you know, chairs, with suitcases, with clothes and all of that. But as she very sadly points out, most never left and their families didn't care enough to collect their belongings once they die. So the nursing home just put them in boxes and threw them in a basement. Yikes. Okay, I can understand that they're like, okay, maybe someone else can utilize this. But, like, they should be donating that once it starts to back up, you know? Yeah. And now that I am thoroughly depressed by this information, Mm -hmm. um, Marcy, as she's digging through, finds a glove. Dead people's belongings. She she does. (laughs) But specifically, she finds a glove and a baseball and a newspaper article about the polio vaccines that they would test on unknowing children that were unauthorized vaccine tests on polio um, on children that would kill them more often than not. So now Nancy, Marcy is like, I think that's oh, what the little boy is. he's a polio is. boy. He's a polio boy. Yeah. And he brought in his baseball Polio ball. boy grandfather nurse. <laughs> he's a roly polio boy grandfather nurse. Who brought in Named Marcy Nancy. And never Or left. not. Or Marcy. <laughs> Um, I might be this thing or something else. <laughs> or a poltergeist. And now we're given the final Baggins type conjecture of the episode of this half of the episode. Could it be that spirits haunting this place have been unwilling and unknowing test subjects? Could it be that the spirits here are? We don't know. I mean, I feel like that's or definitely the path else. you let us down. Yeah, yeah they definitely want but you, you know, to believe that. I'm going with the or something else portion yeah. of the uh, or I'm thinking. Are they polio things? Or, or something everything. else. <laughs> yes, thank you. I'm the ghost of polio itself. <laughs> so Marcy finishes up her summer. She muscles through. And today, whenever Marcy drives by the facility, she, quote, thinks of how many people lived and died there. Because that's a normal thing for a normal person. Just drive by places and think do. about all the dead people yeah. inside she of them. She thinks yeah. about the room full of dead people stuff. Well, that she yeah. killed because she's a serial killer. And that's why she thinks about the living and the dead there at this facility because she's like I got away with literal murder I drove by a Walgreens the other day and thought about all the dead people all the dead people like she okay she's she's a serial killer yep 100% but she also like has a reseller shop 
oh. on on on, uh, on Etsy. Yeah. Mm. So she takes all the cool vintage stuff that these people bring in, and then their families don't keep, and she resells it. Antique brooch. For, yep. For bank. yes, one glove. Yes, just one. Polio free. State liquidation sale. What uh, a anyway, steal. Today, Marcy is a psychologist. Um, if any of you are interested in telling your problems if to this If any of you are interested lady, b- in being murdered by your brain doctor. Yep. Go visit. Go, go visit, visit Nancy. Marcy. Or Marcy. Or, or Marcy. Or someone else. Or something else. <laughs> That's right. And there you go, kids. That is the first half of season one, episode four. There weren't many seasons. Gee, I wonder why. Of haunted hospitals. Wow. I, you think there'd be a lot of seasons because there are a lot of haunted hospitals. This is a yeah, well you know, here's we have gone to many times over and there's still water there. Here's the thing. The show's not good. Yeah. The show's uh, not good. It sounds like the problem with it is that it, it wasn't popular because it's, it was bad. Uh, yeah. They tried They tried to do a lot of jump scares in their reenactments and like get spooky things in Flash that have nothing to do with the actual story that's being told. So it's very disjointed in that they try to make it seem scary, but the story itself is actually 100% not. Like they keep flashing like they do the begins where they have like random ghosts screaming behind a mirrored wall or some shit. And I'm like, right. What does this have to do with literally anything? Yeah. Um, so they try doing stuff like that to make it spoopier. It's not a good show. Mm, that sounds so. bad. Anyway. Well, what is good is this beer. Oh, Ooh. yay. All right. All right. So again, this beer is called Flattening the Nerves, the vaccine elixir. Oh, from uh, Hop Capital Brewing, it seems to be in conjuncture with Ridgewalker Brewing. Sure. Oh, one of my favorites. Oh, I love them. I've never heard um, of them. I'm out of Forest Grove, Washington. Uh, I will say I this. This beer is amazing. This can art is also amazing. It's like got a little, he's got a little covid boy uh-huh. who's like sort of he-manning out in a little loincloth-y thing. And he's being fought by a knight with a big sword and a full suit of armor and a wizard Who's shooting magic hops at him? Hell yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. It's pretty, it's pretty banging. Yeah. It is a West Coast IPA. It's seven point three percent, sixty ebu. Not a lot of ebus. No, but a lot of booze. Sixty. Um, it's really good. It smells very hoppy, mm-hmm. and then it tastes very hoppy as well. Sometimes you go one or the other. This one gives you both. Oh, good. I love it. You gotta get those real, real fragrant. Real delicious hops, a lot of flavors in them. Instead it's, of just relying on just just kicking it with bitterness, sometimes it can taste good too. Unbelievable! Yeah, it's good. It's got it's got a little silt at the bottom of the glass at this point, but there it's a go. lovely orangey color. It's very good. I'm thoroughly enjoying this beer. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it quite a bit. Good. Well, this is the part of the show where your old pal Bob gets to pick all winner. Guess what I love? What? Companionable white women. <laughs> I also love. <laughs> Ghost nurses. I do love companionable white women. Uh-huh. I also love ghost nurses. You know what else I love? Fart splashes. Uh, <laughs> things I also love? Reenactments. Mm. One of my other favorite things is dogmen's. But if there's one thing that I hate, it's knockoff ghost adventures. Vanessa wins. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, good job. Stick with the original or don't bring it. I don't want it. I oh, won't man. bring it again. I, that's for sure. I debated doing an episode of my Britain's Most Haunted, my because I have not talked about them for a hot minute, and I do love them so. Yeah. And they had a haunted hospital episode, and I almost did that. Whoa. So then it would have been Battle of the Fake Bagginses. Yeah. And you both would have lost. <laughs> nope. Instead, I come with fake Dogman Story. Unsubstantiated Dogman yes, Story. There you go. I like it. You know what else we like? You. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> come back next week. There'll be more booze. And there'll be more bros. And until then, Bobby better find something. He did. Cheers. Cheers. That's what you found?
We gave you a warning, and that's what you found? I had it before. You know what? I'm not even going to justify this with a response. 